Welcome to the first and possibly last Hipsid with Rabbi Simcha podcast. Today's special guests we have in the house. Rabbi Yisrael, Teddy Newman. Say hello, Teddy. Hello. All the way from London, we have all the way from Manchester, Rabbi Yisrael Beanstalk. Say hello, Rabbi. Hello, mate. We have all the way from Leeds, Yisraelik Kievmund. Say hello. Oh, the, uh, Leeds. A little bit mixed up. Oh, there. oh, He's Liverpool. House. Starting a war over here. Say hello. Uh, yeah, hello. How's it going, lads? The son of a rabbi. And all the way from Leeds, uh, lock your cars. Uh, we have uh, Moishi, I can't say it, I can't it's say Angie it. Elfie. Moishi Angie Elfie. Okay. Well, we also have in the studio our producer, Sherry Barkley. Say hello, Sherry. Hey, guys. Sherry is the Robin to my Howard. Okay. So uh, in the Jewish calendar, we're currently in the three weeks, a time of mourning and national calamity. We're not exactly mourning, but we are deeply saddened by England's shocking exit in the semi-finals of the world cup so we decided to convene an emergency podcast um, to go over some of the facts uh unfancied before the competition england have defied expectations by reaching the semi-finals but we're sadly undone you got to hit the uh trope button hit the gong Every time we where have the, a footballing cliche, we press the gong. That's it, right over there. That one? Yeah, that's the gong. Not, not heard it's that. not working. All right, we'll get Sherry back. We were undone by Tom. an experienced yeah. Croatian side. England's players were inconsolable at the final whistle as the dream was snatched away and the pain was etched on their faces. Is this as scripted? Well, as well. This is scripted. All this stuff. I cut and pasted from BBC. But anyway, <laughs> as well as that of their manager, Gareth Southgate. However, we can take pride and credit from this tournament. By the way, all the guests tonight are wearing a Gareth Southgate waistcoat, yep. which you cannot see yep. but can imagine. Marks okay, so we're going to begin with Rabbi Teddy. We're going to ask Rabbi <laughs> Teddy. We have a few questions. Number one, were England lucky or unlucky in this tournament? Um, I, would, I would have to say that they were quite lucky on, on a few different levels. I think the um, you know the group they were in with a bar Belgium were you know quite a uh, quite easy. They had two countries who, if I, if I'm correct, Panama I'm correct. Panama was was in the uh, was the first time ever in a World Cup. Tunisia uh, maybe maybe once before or something like that. And we're talking about countries who don't have much of a pedigree of playing football, and England's footballers are highly paid. And uh, pay for big, quite big teams in England. Uh, I think that's one part of it. Also, the other part was that they, the the way the draw worked out, because of how how they where they ended up in the group, they it was quite favourable to them. The team once they got out of the group of Colombia, you know, which was semi difficult team to play, they won in the lottery of penalty kicks. And then after that, yeah, they played well against Sweden, but Sweden aren't the greatest team. And when it came to playing a team who have a caliber, who have great world class, have a couple of world class midfielders, that's where it all came falling down. So I would say in general, no, that they got lucky before now and then they got found out. Oh, they got found out. Oh, We've got to get the gong. I think the gong is not quite, uh, maybe the sound's off. It's a first podcast. We're getting there. Okay, so we're going to ask Rabbi Yisrael Beanstalk all the way from Manchester, England. Were England lucky or unlucky? So, 
Sherry, couldn't, why are you going couldn't agree here? better out there. Yeah. This doesn't happen on Howard Stern. We're trying to get the gong button. I know. Welcome to the first show. Technical difficulties, yes. Uh, now the gong will be... Let me demonstrate the gong. There we go. At uh, the end of it. Start from the beginning. There we go. Let's let's have a practice one, uh, shall we? Okay. Everyone so say a cliche. Starting from simple. England got found out. This relic? England scored too early there, didn't they? Gone. Teddy? It was a game of two halves. Oh. Hey. Rabbi Beanstuck? Football came home. I don't think that. Football went home. Okay. We're moving on wait, wait, with wait, wait. Rabbi Beanstuck. So, all right, thank you, Rabbi. Give us your game. overview. Were England lucky? Were England unlucky? Um, I think with, ev with everything in football, there is a, an element of luck to it. So as Teddy said, you know, the, the, um, the group al always, always uh, helps. But as we saw in the Euros, clearly that didn't help so much. I mean, getting knocked out, well, the second stage anyway, by uh, Iceland. They're all good players, they are. But other countries have a much bigger pride, I feel, when it comes to playing for the country. Uh, maybe that's because other countries don't always play against each other. Did that pride not come back in this World Cup, though? We'll get in there, Mace. We'll get in there, Ice. <laughs> So that pride, you know, I, d I don't well, feel they have that or until this World Cup anyway, had that pride that, that other countries... Well, this is the World Cup we're talking about. Right, well, we'll get in this there, World mate. Cup. We'll get in there. We're saying lucky now, aren't we? Shut I on, definitely mate. felt that my friends, my family, I'm looking on social media, were galvanized, were yeah, motivated. Yeah, you know I what? I felt the whole country was behind the team. What were they like beforehand? What were they like beforehand? What were they like beforehand? Was, was beforehand? Was there anything? was no expectation. I'll tell, I remember I'll, tell you, oh. I'll tell you personally, by the way, that I was like, I wasn't interested in watching the World Cup, uh, England at the World Cup, honestly. I was interested in watching other countries, but not England. And, right. and then typical, after... And typical then, uh, Southerner and there. Yeah. Typical Southerner, right. Slow. Then after, after, this, uh, after the group stage and the way our draw worked out, I was like, well, wait a second. This is actually could be something. And, you know, they got to semi-final. I think that epitomizes the problem. By the way, right. you, you see that with the amount of fans that were in Russia because of the group games. There wasn't anyone there. Right. Exactly. But that's also because they were, were going to get battered by the Russians. But, but no, on, on, on a serious note, there, there, there isn't that hope that there is for other, for, for, for other countries. Think about this. They don't have the Premier League every single week. They don't have the best league, the best, uh, league in the world to watch every single Sunday. As opposed to England, it's like, yeah, whatever. You know, there's always the Premier League in a month. We can, we can actually watch some decent football. So there isn't that pride and that, that hope. That it, if anything, it, it, it became like a laughing, it became almost like a laughing stock uh, until this World Cup. They're like, oh, oh they're going to leave the engine on this time. The, 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 the pilot was the joke this year. Um, Is that a cliche? No, it's not. It's not. It's a joke. It's not, it's not a cliche. It's a joke. It's a joke. Don't hit the gong. Don't hit the gong. All right. All right, fine. All right. Mo so Mo you, ha you haven't weighed in yet. Yeah. England so were lucky or unlucky? So, like, so first off, let me just start off by saying what an absolute honour and pleasure it is to be here with you today, <laughs> Rabbi uh, You're welcome back Stolar. any week. So w this is what I want to say. Like, I think over the last you know, 24 hours, a lot of people have been on social media um, coming about wishing me their condolences. Do they have social media in Leeds? I think they do, don't they? <laughs> now, now, Skaus, now, now. They're wishing me condolences over, over the loss at the World Cup. Quite frankly, I don't think it was a loss. Um, and on the contrary, I think it's actually the birth of, of, of like a new England team. And I right. think it's something which is exciting to look forward to. And the fact is like this, that for the first time yesterday before the semi-final, I stood there proud as an Englishman singing that national anthem. And I don't know what you're laughing about. I was also. And, and, and you weren't? And let me tell you something as well. It's the first no, the I wasn't. I wasn't. Pr I wasn't proud. I mean, I mean, I, I can't, actually, oh, I can't I say proud. I wasn't completely I was proud. proud. I was proud of certain parts. The, and, but in the days when... when when they did exactly what they always do, 
Ah, that's a cliche. <laughs> I'm hitting the gong. Well, when they do that, then they, it's, it's just, you know, I, I lost the, I, my pride just like, okay, Ra good Rabbi, old England. Rabbi Teddy, let me, let me just continue for a minute because I, I believe you could. You could bang on about how, you know, we got a lucky draw, how, you know, we just scraped by for our wins. You know, the fact is that we had an easy run, yada, 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 you can go on about it. But the, the fact is that um, each match comes with its own set of challenges. Each match has to be won. Each match you come up to, you have to play it. And the fact is it's that good. We, it's good. We, we, we stayed in this it's tournament good. far further than, than Argentina, Brazil, Spain, Portugal. Germany. Oh, Germany. All them top you, teams. You can, only, you can only beat what's in front of you. That's, that hey. is the gong. Sherry, <laughs> we need the gong. <laughs> We're gone. Gong is working. All right. Gong is that, by the way. Basically, every time, every time Teddy gets the mic, get the dong prepared. Okay, so uh, if I could just give uh, my opinion over here, uh, I was like Teddy, extremely unimpressed, unexcited going into this. I remember Iceland. I remember where I was. I was done. I'm totally done. And uh, something reignited my passion. I, I was galvanized. The country was galvanized. I do think. We were lucky in terms of the group, and coming second really opened up a, a very, uh, a very easy, uh, I guess, pathway to the final. And uh, we unfortunately got found out at the, uh, at the at the gong. We got found out, and I think as soon as Croatia unfortunately equalised, it was boys against men. Hit the gong again, um, and they just they just buckled under the pressure. However, I will say that Gareth Southgate is, get ready, finger on the button, is a breath of fresh air. Hit the gong. He's young, he's motivated, he's got no ego. I like the way he talks to the media and hearing the players after the game talk about the fans and the players reigniting a, a love affair with each other was very, I felt very, I actually felt, to be honest, I don't think we said this before, but we are all uh, Englishmen in New York. I felt homesick. I felt nostalgic. I, did and I, too. Do, I do remember 28 years ago sitting on the couch watching penalties against Germany. I believe it was uh, Southgate that missed the last one. It, it was I, Southgate, yeah. Ironically enough, uh, I do remember that, and uh, I felt very, very proud. I think I England think were lucky and unlucky. That was Euros. That was Euros. I just want to point out that, that three out of five of us were not even born by that semi-final. Don't age me. F finger on the button. Finger <laughs> on Teddy, you have to say that you'll never, not yet, you have to say you never win anything with kids. Hit the gong. As Alan Hansen would say, yeah. you never win anything with kids. Hit the gong. By the way, that was, it was uh, Stuart Pearce who missed the penalty. Gareth oh. Southgate missed in Euro 96. Oh, oh that's when it was. He missed the sight. He missed Look the at Teddy Stato. Teddy will be Stato of Stat the man. Okay. Fact so I, what I'd like to do is really uh, Wait, for the next, the next question of the podcast, I'd like to go through the team from last night. And let's analyze the team. Let's see uh, how they did. Can I just say something on the, uh, on the Absolutely last not. Yeah, go on. <laughs> we don't I don't think we were unlucky. I don't think we were unlucky. Um, so you're going to say... Tunisia and Panama were unlucky to be in a group with two of the people, two of the teams going for the for the biggest game of the tournament so far. In the most important uh, game right now. Yeah, on Shabbos, the, yeah. the most important game. Which none of us watched, by and the way. And Panama and Tunisia. No, were Panama one. and Tunisia that bad? <laughs> okay, well, let, let's analyze it. So you had Tunisia. We've scored a winner 
in the last second of injury time. But it what, was hard. We hardly. What, it was hardly they, a rout. Uh, Panama are a bunch of professionals. They didn't set the world alight. Uh, hit, hit the gong. Hit the gong. Hit the gong. Okay, so I think we should go through the team from last night. In goals, Jordan Pickford. He looked like a twelve-year-old. As always. But played like a man. So he did some uh, massive saves, though. All right. So uh, how did uh, Pickford do over the uh, over the tournament for you? I think he came came of age. Hit the gong. <laughs> okay. Uh, how did he do for you, Pickford? Fantastic. Did really? amazing. I think. Let's get Teddy. Unbelievable. On. Teddy. I think he, even as a Liverpool fan, him being an Everton goalkeeper, I uh, yeah, I was impressed. I thought he pulled off some great saves, and and obviously the penalty, he pulled off a great save in the penalty uh, in the yeah. shootout against yeah. Colombia. Absolutely, yeah, he did great. It was a big call dropping Joe Hart from the squad, but uh, predated by the great Pep Guardiola, and uh, th th it paid off. Paid. He was a ph phenomenal. Yeah. Moshe from Leeds. What's your take on, on, uh, on Pickford? Pickford? Yep, just going through each player one at a time. Yep. I think Pickford's been absolutely fantastic. Um, he's played in Yorkshire before, and that's obviously given him that. Right. that I think um, he's, I think uh, he cemented his place as the number, number one for the next couple oh, of years absolutely. until he does a big mistake in Qatar 2022. We're going to move on. Controversial mixed bag over here. We'll go through the defence. Centre-back plays for Man City. Uh, very Ooh. pacey. we got Kyle Walker. I think... It was a good idea, and it worked well against the weaker teams when we have the three centre-back, right. and he's great when someone tries to attack him. He's quicker than most other players. He was caught out when oh, he oh, actually oh, oh, needs... Oh, wait, gong. When he actually had to play as a centre-back, he's Appreciate. not going to just, uh, you know, the old robust centre-backs hit it out of play, right. get, get rid of it, get rid of the danger, because he is still a bit of that full-back mentality, very attacking full-back at that. I think it was a risk uh, putting Carl Walker in a three-man defense. It was, uh, you know, it was a risk. And, yeah, at times it will work. Like like you like said, at times against weaker teams, it would probably work. But, yeah, he, he, he obviously for Man City, he plays as a right, as a right wing back. And, he, you know, he can bomb down. And defensively, he gets the job done. It adds a lot of versati versatility to the, to the back three. But Agreed. he's not a centre-back. Well said. All right. Controversial over there. Mixed uh, mixed opinions. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we're going to move on with a personal favorite of mine. Uh, also from Man City, the great John Stones. Quick, magnificent passer on the ball. But sadly, when it came to uh, the final game, sadly found out. Hit the gong. All right. Uh, Rabbi Teddy, give an overview of John Stones. Um, I think, you know, his game has improved immensely through Pep at City. That he, you know, the idea of playing the ball out from the back, he's got a lot better with that. And I think generally, he's, you know, he's, he's got better in the air. You know, he scored a couple of goals at one point. He scored, he scored more goals than Neymar and Messi. So I'm saying, Messi yeah, got the to, one, you, you know, obviously that's, you know, go, you know. Messi got one, yeah. Just, just Messi got one. The, did you see that MasterCard ad before the World Cup? Nope. He said every goal Messi or Neymar score, they're giving ten thousand uh, pounds dollars to uh, hungry uh, kids in Africa. Harry Kane. They, kids are still hungry in Africa after that World Cup. <laughs> well, we'll get to Harry Kane. So I, I have some strong, strong opinions about so, Harry Kane. But, but back to John back, Stones. Back to John Stones. So I, I think look, he made some mistakes. You know, especially in yesterday's game. He, you know, he, he, uh, he. I don't know about found out necessarily, but he made a couple of mistakes. But I think overall, he, I'd give him a 7 out of 10. I fear nice. he was caught ball watching for that goal. 
That definitely was on a the football, ball. football cliche. Okay, you're doing uh, a good job, ball, Moshe. Okay, so we're going to ask our pundit from Leeds. Let's move it on with the third centre-back, Harry Maguire. Right, so, I mean, like we've been saying until now, like I think we've had um, a bit of a shaky back at times, but I'll, I want to point this out one more time as well. We've got Maguire, Stones, both of them are a Yorkshireman. And uh, and that is important because I think honestly, cliche, cliche. do you know this isn't a Yorkshire podcast? I thought it was. Yorkshire <laughs> I think I've walked into the wrong room. Get get your That's tea. next door. Next ah, door right. is the Yorkshire podcast. Yorkshire no, so but let me tell you something about Yorkshire people. And like you might not know this if you've not been there, but they're probably one of the most like friendliest, welcoming British people that you have. And um, the reason just, why we haven't been there, yeah, right. well, because you haven't ventured past. Hey, southern, you're, you're right. southern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah, yeah, got no left place London, here. right? All right, so. The point is that I think that actually brings some good spirit and, and, and like some nice energy to the team. And I think that's a large part of what brought the team together. I mean, Gareth Southgate, the manager, lives in Yorkshire. I could go on. I could give, list, list you all the he names of the Yorkshire. Spencer's he in shop, Yorkshire. Exactly. He shops in Harrogate. That's where his tailor okay. is. In Yorkshire. It's fantastic. But by the way, I had a lovely point somewhere else. They said, um, do you know, every World Cup, we look at all the other countries, and Germany especially, they come and just have these new young lads that come in and are world beaters. Go to the countries that we're looking at England after this World Cup and go, where, where did this guy come from? Right. Maguire comes in, one of the best players of the tournament, Trippier. Most of the countries wouldn't have I heard of him heard before. never heard of Trippier. He plays for Spurs. Never heard of him. Who are Spurs? Yeah, never heard of Spurs. <laughs> All right, so we're going to ask... No, uh, not a Yorkshireman. We're going to ask Beanstalk from Manchester, but we're moving out. on. A controversial uh, choice, some may say. However, I think he had a stellar... I think that may be a, a cliche. A st- I think he had a... St- oh, Teddy says no. A stellar, we sh- stellar tournament. Ashley Young. Ooh. Ooh. Well, oh, does play for United. Right. Right. I believe he was the oldest player on the pitch. I think he was. Was the oldest player on the pitch. Uh, the oldest person in Russia. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so you see the, Egypt the whole, the whole Russian team, Probably. the whole Russian team was double his age. Right. Yeah, Ashley but they Young. had stuff that Putin gave them. Right. Well, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about on the doping. Okay. Okay, Ash- fine. So, Ashley Young. Uh, Ashley just Young. based on this past game, I do recall him losing the ball. A, uh, he had a you know, a couple of, of times there. Um, I think he should have taken him off. But as a United player, I think he definitely did us proud. I think he did take o- him off. Overall, he did. He took him off for extra time. Right. 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 Um, first time he half, did. Yeah, he, he lost a couple of fifty-fifties, and right. they kept overlapping. I mean, they're, they're right back for the Salavich. Hard worker. Right, we're gonna move on to the midfield. And I personally thought that uh, in the Croatia game, we lost the midfield. We didn't have muscle, we didn't have bite, we didn't have experience. I would like to have seen one of my favorite players who I thought was the unsung hero of Man City last year, the great Fabian Delph in the house. Uh, however, not to be. Yeah. He's not in the house. Like, he's oh, next door. It's a very big room there. He's he's in the he is a Yorkshireman, so that's he's why he's next, next door. door. So we're going to ask uh, Rabbi Teddy to give an analysis of England's defensive midfielder, Jordan Henderson. Well, I actually would... Obviously, I might be a, bi- be a, bi- be a bit biased here since I am Why a... Why is that? All right. I am a Liverpool fan. You should, Never- be, you should be supporting United. You're from London. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, Jordan Henderson had a great... Had, I believe he had a great World Cup. I think he was one of the players that he, uh, who came back with his reputation and only got better. I, even yesterday, I think for 60 minutes, he played very well. And then he had to lie a little deeper... Especially when they scored, he had to lie a little deeper and he had to help out the defense a lot more. So I think Jordan Henderson proved why he is the captain of uh, Liverpool. And I think he had a very good World Cup. Not that, not that many England players can come back, can go home and say that they had a great World Cup. Sorry, I'm going to have to step think, in there. I, I think most, most of the England players could come back with their heads up high. Very, very proud. Head. Yeah, come on, mate. <laughs> 
Like really? Like, no, I disagree. I, I don't think there. I don't think there's that many players who can come back and say that. There's a well, few. There's a hey. few, but not many. All right. Better than uh, most Shrelic, other tournaments. Uh, any, any thoughts on uh, John Did Henderson? The one thing I didn't like before the World Cup was the lack of creativity in the midfield. He's good at what he does, Jordan Henderson. He he did play well. He had some nice balls to Sterling a couple of times. He was very, very good at... at uh, we'll get into Sterling in a He minute. was very, very Ooh. good at sniffing out danger. Oh, sniffing out danger. Um, he didn't play the ball sideways all the time, which he's been accused of. Right. He, he, and, he, and that's his, his energy we all know about. So he, he did play well, but I think he needs some, some creativity around him. He's not good. You need some, an Ozil around him. Or, it's like Pickford. He's coming into his own You needed... Here. You needed someone. Um, we had ten defenders at the World Cup, which I think was one one too many at one least. Too many. All right, so uh, we're going to move on. I think uh, Moshe from Leeds. I'd like to get your overview of the great Delhi Ali. Well, um, where do we start? He's from London. He's not Yorkshire, is he? So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I, I think he had a, a, a pretty good run, pretty good World Cup, um, but. Scored the winner, no? Second, he scored the second, didn't he? Against Sweden, he scored the second yes, goal. Second goal, which would have been the winner because if he wouldn't have scored, Sweden probably would have scored. Right. Yeah. But like, let, let me let me say something. I'm not like I'm not one to really get hey, in. You've got a microphone. We can let you say whatever you want. Right. Thank you. Um, I'm not one to start, you know, getting into too many details and uh, really dissecting each player and telling you how they played. But as a whole, I think we should be proud of the English team. And really, I, I think you know. You look at it, you can uh, you can have a laugh about it. <laughs> Just because it's not from Yorkshire, you but can't say anything nice about him. No, like I, I, no, I think he's a fantastic player. All right, I'm going to ask uh, Beanstalk because he's one of your boys <laughs> over here. We'll get to the uh, second attacking midfielder. Looks like a 12-year-old. Plays like a 14-year-old. Scored a great goal though. In fairness, Jesse, Jesse Lingard. Oh, Jesse. Jesse. So, rumor has it Jesse actually goes to. Um, a kosher restaurant on Barony Road. Really? Tam, yeah. Apparently Tam? He, apparently he's been no spotting Tam. Yeah, I've heard he's got, he can go Tam anywhere. Tam is owned by Tam. a dear friend of mine. Oh. Ma <laughs> Martine Parker. I hope. And she makes the best shawarma in Manchester. And tell me, she'll it, probably it, be in listening Manchester. to this. She also do, makes do, the only shawarma. Do the listeners right. know exactly I was going to say. It's a great shawarma. She's probably going to be listening to this show. So we love Tam. Go on, Tam. How much did you pay for that ad? Did we get a discount? How much advertisement? I want the Lingard special. Right. <laughs> Other shawarma stores in Manchester are available. There you go. Actually, they're not popular. Uh, 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 JS, stop, stop doing shawarma. Uh, give me Jesse JS Lingard. JS stopped doing Jess, food Jesse long Lingard. ago. Uh, Jesse Lingard, I think he's a great character. Just He's just a great personality. A great personality in the dressing room. Great personality to have on the team. Jesse Lingard. I got one. Um, he's a hard worker. He runs. He, he, th those he legs, runs. Th true. Those legs can't, you know, however fast those legs can carry him, he goes. And yeah, I think overall he did pretty well. No um, idea what I think he's saying. I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think overall we did great as a we're team. Gonna, we're going to ask uh, Yashralik, who's coming into himself over here. I think Beanstalk needs to be substituted. Uh, get him off, get Delph on. So, uh, Yashralik, any thoughts on uh, the great Jesse Lingard? I, I do like Jesse Lingard. Um, I love the way he played himself into the football team. Because How hard was it to say that as a Liverpool fan? He was a, no doubtedly not going on the plane a year ago. And he played himself, not only into the plane, but into the starting eleven. But I, I, he tired 60 minutes right. on. What, a theme of the World Cup of Gareth it's Southgate. The a theme of the World Cup of Gareth Southgate is that he would not do a substitute before the 80th minute. And Lingard, he's a fantastic off the bench. 
Um, some players need to know when they need to come off the bench. Mar Martinez for Belgium should have realised that with Fellaini. Right. Bring him off the bench. He's good, but when he comes on with the energy after 70 minutes against a towering defence, yeah. his thoughts and his and his skills and his silkiness. I think it makes sense, but I don't I don't like to like Lingard, but I do like him. He's creative and he'll have a go. And he scored a phenomenal goal. Scored some lovely goals. And hey. uh, he's exciting. Teddy, Jesse uh, well, uh, well, what I would say is, is that just in, in answer to what Yusrolik said about about having the, someone come on, I think that was Rashford's job to a certain extent. That he was going to come in and play right behind the striker. And Rashford was going to do that and be, that, be the uh, fresh legs. Uh, and, and this is actually giving credit to England. That where they did tire out is because they actually pressed very Wait, high from the top. Where, where was Danny Welbeck? You have an experience? He was uh, left back in. Was he on the Was he there? He was on the bench. He was there. Why was bench he, Why was he never yeah. an option? He was more experienced than most of the other subs. Rumor has it he might be starting on Saturday. <laughs> he was. <laughs> <laughs> Big game, fresh legs. Uh, okay. <laughs> Poor guy. It's not play. even worth hitting the cliche for uh, Danny Welbeck. Okay, let's get to the strike force. Controversial. Oh, yeah. Controversial over here. Um, it's because of the gun talk, Let's talk about the great Raheem Sterling. He's a mixed bag. He runs. He gets in front. you got to hit something here. He gets in front of the back. He gets in front of the back four, but he, the final ball is absolutely lacking. He can't score, he won't score, he don't score, and uh, it was very frustrating to watch. They got a song coming on, man. Yisrolik, Raheem Sterling. Um, a friend of, I was watching the Columbia game with actually points out something very... When you watch Sterling in a game, watch the first time he gets the football. If he doesn't get past the play he's running at, that's what's going to happen for the rest of the game. If he gets past him, that's what's going to happen. Also with City, he scored a lot. Watch every single he did, game. He did play well for City this season. Teddy. But because of the amount of chances City created, for England, he's not going to get that many chances. That's true. And he's still not a natural yeah. finisher. Kevin De Bruyne yeah. will give you 20 goals this season. They, I, yeah, I, I, on top of what, the, what he just said, I, he's a com he run, it's all about confidence with him. And he, yeah. the whole World Cup, he never had any. No. Is it anything to do with the gun tattoo? <laughs> Slows him down. Uh, personally, I'm a City fan. I love City. I love Raheem Sterling. I don't think... I, I would have played Rashford. I think Rashford gives us the edge. And Rashford scores. He goes for goal. So you could see a lot of the time, even when he got into that position, scared. it was just... It scared. was scared. It was just decision-making. It was just right. like, why did you decide right. to do that? Yeah. Right, he never wants stuff. to share the ball. Okay. Like he just took it in. On to Simcha's favour. On to Simcha's... We're going to let Simcha on the floor. We're now going to get to the most controversial of all. The player who I thought, and I may be... Uh, I may lose my uh, British passport for saying this, I thought was potentially England's worst player of the entire tournament, even though he's about to win the golden uh, boot, perhaps. Um, he did take away the penalties. I don't know what he did. Uh, I personally thought that Harry Kane, he looked tired, out of sorts, missed a great chance, had a terrible game uh, last night. And I personally, I thought he had a pretty bad tournament. I'd like to ask uh, Rabbi Teddy, give me your thoughts on uh, Harry Kane. Well, I'm just gonna ask a question to the uh, rest of the guests here. The uh, how many goals did he score outside of the penalties? Three. 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 But one of them was a fluke. One of them was a fluke. Right. A deflection. Yeah, deflection that was wicked deal. deflection. Uh, he might. I mean, it's Harry Kane. He probably With other two it. set up. It's Harry Kane. Remember, he. I mean, he claimed after Brazil goals too. <laughs> right. Well, look, I. I think it's. It's. 
I don't know if it was. Dead air, Teddy. No, I know, but I think it was a mixture of a few things. Teddy has the face of radio. (laughs) Sorry, Teddy. Wow. (laughs) You gotta hit that. That's a cliche. Go on. Um, Harry Kane. I think it was, uh, you know, some of it was to do with the service he got. But yeah, when it came in in front of goal, look, we've we know about Kane. He has his August. We know about Harry Kane's August. It doesn't happen. His August doesn't. He doesn't produce goals. And and uh, (laughs) it's. July actually uh, but I think it was a mixture of his service he was getting yeah and I think it was also a confidence issue the England players in general did look tired I think they I, you know they started some games they started fresh and they pressed high and everything was great and they put pressure on and they you know but look at the first game they started the first game against Tunisia they started well they gave away a stupid penalty and then it was like the rest of the game they were chasing it and the other games like I said in the beginning of the, of the show I said I, I felt that they got luck I felt that they got lucky the way everything worked yeah. out. And Kane, uh, Kane epitomizes that. Agreed. Okay, I think we're going to uh, start to wrap up the podcast. Right before we move on to the oh, oh. final. All right. I think all the players come back with credit. Kane didn't have his... Head can be held high. Yes. It, it, the, oh, come uh, on. Head's held high. Um, Kane didn't have... He had a couple poor performances, but he's still going to come back with a ball from the World Cup, golden boot, unless Lukaku has a field day on, on Saturday. He looks very English, but which I like. Something about him. He looks like, uh, looks I like think the king of England. All of England. He looks like he looks like Southgate's cousin. Right. Even Southgate could be cousin. If you go back as a kid, if you were a kid watching the World Cup, remember yes. it was like everyone at halftime is going to be out in the garden trying to score that lingo goal. If I was twelve you know, years old, I'd be outside. I'd be outside playing, uh, using uh, my school bag as, as a goalpost. Top corner and. Uh, being Raheem Sterling and missing everything. But okay. I just I just wanted to say quickly is that though I you know I'll come and say you know we got we were lucky to get where we were and we didn't play as well as I thought we could have done. There is a level of it that you look in the bigger picture and you say, hey, we got to a semi-final for the first time in a long, long time. So I think we have to do... I do Agreed. agree. That, that That is something to be proud of to a certain extent. It was just a shame Brule that... Britannia. Brule Britannia. But we, we could have we got further. I think that's cool the disappointing. That's disappointing. I'm glad, glad you turned you around. As Alan Shearer said, they, they're coming back great. They could have been legends. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Oh. Plagiarizing. Okay. We're going to uh, begin to wrap things up uh, with the final question of the night, the obvious question, the million-dollar question. By the time this podcast drops, I think the answer to this question will be known. Who is going to win the World Cup? We'll begin with uh, Yisrolik. Well, before I answer, I just want to say, unfortunately, (laughs) this could have been the most English podcast ever if England were in the final, because this isn't being released till after the final, if I'm correct. So everyone will be able to listen after England get battered by France in the final. <laughs> a bunch of English people so confident. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not going to happen, though, because it would have been very entertaining. Right. Who's going to win? I-, I believe France, but um, they're just brilliant all over the place. But they've shown in a couple of games that they can be a bit pragmatic. If they don't go for Croatia, Croatia, look, they grow into games. And they right. grow into the England game. And Modric and Rakitic together, if Pogba... Pogba's been brilliant all tournament, right. but if he uh, sits off a bit, it's it's going to be interesting. My my head says two three nil France. All final. right, Beanstalk. Uh, I think if it goes, if it go, it's very it's a very tough one because you know Croatia kicked us out. But as Englishmen over here, we do hate the French, right? Agreed. We all agree on that. We can all agree on that Agreed. one over here. You know, Anglo-French and wars the Yorkshire. And whatnot. No. I think I think. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Isn't the Tour de France starting? Is he Yorkshire? still there? Oh, he is. Year. Isn't he? He's cool. there. <laughs> right, so you're going for France or no? Wait, wait. Oh. If, if it goes to penalties, right? I England really are going to lose. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Curses are broken. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, so if it goes to penalties, I think I think Croatia have a good, good chance. If not, then uh, definitely the French is. Moshe, million dollar question. Right, million I mean, pound question. Million pound question. Who's going to win the Be uh, Before World we talk Cup? about the final, we've obviously got to talk about the game on Saturday, which is big, really it's important. It's a non-game. One. Non-game, okay. It's a non-game. All right, well, uh, England will I'll probably win Shul, that. I'll be in Shul on Shabbos. All right, um, for, for Sunday, for the final. I like last Shabbos. Um, like, I don't want... You know I was in Shul last Shabbos. <laughs> Um, I had to ask that guy with a t-shirt outside the score, but I was in. Okay, what well, who's going to win? Definitely going for Croatia, but France are going to win it. All right. Okay, we're going to ask Rabbi Teddy. Well, though I would have to agree with the you know overall tournament and overall quality of players and the, the great amount of quality players in a squad and first 11, that, that obviously would have to side with France. But I do think that you know Croatia have proven that on their day they you know they as as mentioned they grow into it right. and yeah i think right. they could nick a goal you know it's a one-off game in the in the oh, middle that's 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 a cliche and, and the, it's a one in meaning that obviously all, all the tournament games all, all the tournament uh, as in after the group group games every game is a one-off game but meaning in this case is that on on their day any team can beat the other. And Football's I just 22 men chasing a football for 90 minutes oh and at the end twice i'm twice. not done at the end germany wins <laughs> not, not anymore. I, I personally, on paper, you have to say France are going to win. They are better in every single but department. It's However, it's there's something about Croatia. It, when they equalized against England, it was boys against men. It was scary. There's something about that team. They, they have an engine. They have a, they're a powerhouse, and they play like soldiers. Modric, arguably and the I, best arguably, midfielder in the world, the best Croatian player in the history. Arguably the best midfielder in the world right now. I would say Kevin De Bruyne personally, but we'll agree. We'll agree to disagree. Well, he, I think Modric showed it against us in the Champions League final. So he uh, right. he started to to, right. to ping those balls around. Okay, the man so oozes class. Bef- agreed. Before before we wrap it up. By the way, I do want to thank tonight's uh, sponsors, Amazon.com. <laughs> I'm actually joking. Uh, Amazon, if you're listening to this, Jeff. We're available for sponsorship. Thomas. I would like to uh, conclude by yes. asking the great Rabbi Teddy oh to uh, to send us home with a little uh, Devar Torah, some words of wisdom. We, we are all uh, followers of, of the Rebbe. And I know the Rebbe had spoken about football, a.k.a. soccer. So if you could uh, give us a little, uh, little thoughts of wisdom, pulls of wisdom. Well, it's something actually that I wrote about recently, um, the idea you know, when it comes to the World Cup, um, it makes you think everything in the world we can learn something from. And obviously, being a lot, all of us being football fans, there's a lot to learn here. Um, generally, you know, football idea of two teams against each other and they, all pl- and they, you know, they play with their feet to kick a ball and, the, and the, the point of the whole game is to score a goal. Much like in life, we have, you know, we have a team. There's one team against the other. We each have positive versus negative forces in the world. And we, we try to overcome those forces and to try and score that goal to get where we need to go for po- to something positive. And, uh, you know, the, the, the specifically about the, you know, you play with your feet. Feet um, symbolize the action and, and enacting and practicing 
and making something happen in this in this world in this material world and that's really what we have to do in this world that you know the in the in the beginning of the torah it talks about how there was evening and then there was day and uh, and there as we we see in our lives sometimes there's we're in dark places we go through hard times but there's always a day which follows and the same thing in a, in just like in a game of, of football when maybe you're one you one nil down like uh, croatia were they were one nil down and they were able to turn it around so, so in life that we have we have the power through positive action and list, and doing what's right and what's moral and following what God wants of us and that we can um, score that goal and bring peace and utopia. Uh, that's beautiful. Thank okay, you, befo- before we go, I'd like to ask everyone, uh, how do we connect? How do we stay in touch? Let's uh, do a little, uh, a quick, uh, quick uh, public service announcement. Uh, let's all, uh, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Rabbi Simcha. Uh, the email address is my email address, rabbi at pratt, P-R-A-T-T. Dot edu. You can tweet me and uh, find me on Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat. I don't know what it is. Um, Beanstalk. What's your? Uh, how do we find you? J Swipe. No. Um, you can find me on. You can find me on Facebook. You saw Beanstalk. Y i s r o e l b w e n s t o c k. Email same spelling at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, I just want to say uh, just one more thought that just came to me as you were saying your debater there that um, you know in the Second World War, um, Churchill famously said. Um, he said, this is not the end, this is not the beginning of the end, Ooh. this is maybe the end of the beginning. So he said that in actually in, uh, in quite in, 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 in a negative tone, like meaning he didn't know when the war was going to be over. I feel the same thing about this, Engl- this England team. Ooh. This isn't the end, this is just the end of the beginning of this England team. I just want to say, it, it was a World Cup of firsts. Come on, cliche right there, right? No, no, it's, it's not. Anyway, I just want to say it was the first time, I've, the first time that in a World Cup, no American has come over to me and asked me, how's Manchester United doing in the World Cup? <laughs> my wife asked me that. Right. Moshe, how do we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's Moshe underscore Angie Alfie. I'll spell that for you. It's M O S H E underscore A N G Y A L F I. Um, come there, see some inspiration, check out some of my, some of my woodwork and carpentry skills, wow. and enjoy. Ca- famous Jewish carpenter. Okay, uh, I would like <laughs> to one. ask uh, Teddy. <laughs> Teddy, how, how can we find you? Well, as everyone knows, um, you can look Nobody up... Nobody knows, Teddy. Nobody knows. Every, as everyone knows. Everyone as knows. everyone knows. As everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows you can ask Rabbi Teddy, and that is my name on Twitter, on Instagram. Ask Rabbi Teddy. Teddy, just like the bear. Um, my email address is rabbi at askrabbiteddy.com. You can get in touch with me if you have any questions about life or Jewish law. Oh, thank you. We'll, okay, we'll let's we'll uh, let's wrap this up. I want to uh, thank everyone for listening to the first yeah. and last Hipsid podcast. This is me, Rabbi Simcha, saying good night. Good night. Uh,